1: Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show, because it is Friday, and you need to stock up for the weekend. You need to stock up for your tailgate. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Great specials between now and Tuesday. Ham's regular and light, 30-pack cans, 11 Wow. They've got the best selection of beer anywhere. Imports Domestics Microbrews. They also have Reds Raspberry 12-pack bottles, $9.95. Great selection of local snacks available from Schaefer Venison and Pardo's Perky Peanuts. Wow. And, of course, the Pickle Bar, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the standard and the standard of excellence is second to none. Led by the Barrels and the Dills. We now bring in Sean Carey. By the way, before we get started on the show today, uh, I just want to say just a couple quick words about somebody. Uh, Today, in the Sunbury Broadcasting family, this was Drew uh, Drew Kelly's last day. Drew Kelly is an outstanding broadcaster who served this company for what, 20 years plus and the impact that he's had on people along the way when I've come in for various events and in particular for the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament to see his interaction with people and how much he cares about them but conversely how much they care about him tells me everything about the impact he's had in the Valley. It's been a privilege to work with him He has been a great resource for this show, and I wish him, as well as Allie, nothing but the best. Two two absolutely outstanding people, and, of course, uh, with this being his day today, particularly him. So I just want to mention that before we get started today. All right. I think Sean's crying. I'm worried about you. Well,
0: we had a little luncheon for him last Friday and uh, got a little dusty then. So we got that out of the way early.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad you did. (laughs) Um, And, uh, I mean, you know what? It kind of tells you about the company. I mean, because, you know, he's been there so long. He's done such a great job. Uh, and then they were going around the room, and they were asking, you know, uh, you know, just for something personal from everybody. It was all very, very touching. And then they got to the suit, and he said, "Who?" <laughs> I just, I mean, you just—I mean, you—you just can't put a price on a guy like that. I know. Mm-hmm. Well for several years
0: uh you know Drew and Alley over on 94KX they spearheaded the uh Cares for Kids Radiothon for Janet Wise yeah. Children's Hospital in, uh, in Danville I know that's a place that's uh, near and dear to your heart that you've yeah. had to uh, yes. you know use and uh, and benefit mm-hmm. from too and it, that was pretty much all Drew for the most part uh and tireless hours pretty much going sleepless uh, you know for those 3 days for radio thons uh over on 94KX and uh yeah that was part of his legacy with us and uh yeah, you know, we're going to miss him, but uh, you know, one yeah. one door closes, a window opens and we yep. we wish him all the best. He's going to be doing marketing in Lewisburg for the new uh Miller Fitness Center, a uh, great facility in the area. So, uh yeah, he says uh, he's now going to turn into a gym rat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but when they went to the SUNY, who who's this for? They like, what? <laughs> was he was he do? Really? Yeah. Then you mentioned the Geisinger things, and he said, "Where's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get, I get so. I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I find the suit to be a confusing character in life. There's such
0: a thing uh, as tunnel vision, but you, you got to open your eyes You've to see the world out
1: there. For what? It There's to be a prerequisite to, prerequisite to success. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that suit light? <laughs> <laughs> Suitlight is busy studying. Um, evidently, Friday at three. Good for him. All right. Yeah, he, that, that's what I've been told. Yeah, that's yeah. Now he I, said, heard, that, I heard now the same thing too. He he he's, he's well, had a lot of yes. homework out of the gate. Yes, yeah. I heard that too. Th- yes, but this is what I'm hearing. Okay. Mm, okay. Why don't you come home? No, I'm too busy studying. <laughs> Meanwhile, P.T. P- Barnum's like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too busy studying for four years. He never came back. <laughs> what does that mean? All right. Whereas uh, if that was, my, whereas
0: that was my story, it would be like, I loved it so much I had to stay an extra year and a half.
1: <laughs> oh, believe me, the cocoon of God. I, I, I got out in three and a half years. I graduated in three and a half years. But I do know people that thoroughly love the <coughs> cocoon of college.
0: <laughs> Did not hit Van Wilder status. I just want to make that
1: perfectly clear. But... Longest I heard of anybody when I was in school was nine years. Ooh. Like nine years. That is
0: Van Wilder.
1: Yeah. Oh no no, I'm going I'm going for a graduate degree or a doctorate or something. So you doctorate in what? The people I want to have doctorates are usually people who are doctors. <laughs> All right. On the show today, we're going to have um, a couple really interesting guests. One is Dave Meeks, the managing editor of USA Today. The. Amway coaches national championship trophy is here in State College and of course it's USA Today that uh, is the one that puts together the coaches poll so Dave is here for that we will talk to Dave on the show in the next half hour and then Bill Kantz will join us Bill Cones was on the 1982 national championship team which is being honored here tomorrow. They're also unveiling 2016 up on the facade of the uh, of the luxury suites tomorrow. So it's a big day there. And Bill wrote a book about the 82 national championship team. We are going to talk to him about that book on today's show and reminisce about that 82 national championship team, including a lot about Joe. So that is all coming up in today's show. And then we have picks in the final half hour. Sean and I will be joined by the King, who will then dictate to us exactly how badly he's going to beat us. I I am coming off a fabulous 2-3 and opening weekend. Stop gloating! (laughs) It's early. Yeah, it's early. All right. (laughs) I'm so far behind. I think I'm first. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So, what were you?
0: I was. uh, I'm tied with the king, four and one.
1: I'm two games back after one week. Yes. We are the wrong host. <laughs> well, you're gonna like this. Dave Meeks and Bill Cons. I love it. That's a good Can't that's wait. a good hour coming up. It is. High school football tonight. Shikalimi is at home this evening. Uh the suit and the coach, Dick Hort, will call the game for you. Lewisburg and Milton score off tonight. Lewisburg is on 100.9 in the Valley. Milton, WMLP. Seelands Grove on Eagle 107 tonight. So Seelands Grove on Eagle 107 will kick at 7, airtime 6 o'clock. On WMLP, Milton and Lewisburg, 7 o'clock, 6.30 airtime. On... 100.9, the Valley. It'll be 7 o'clock kick, 6.30 airtime. Chickalimmy game right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 7 o'clock kick, 6.30 airtime. Tomorrow, Penn State football on WKOK. 3.30 kick, 2 o'clock airtime. Uh, Bucknell at noon tomorrow on Eagle 107. They'll take on Holy Cross at Christie. Noon the kickoff. 11.30 11:30 the airtime with Doug and Kevin from Christie on Eagle 107. Don't forget Sunday, Eagles and Redskins on Eagle 107 and the Steelers and the Browns on 100.9 the Valley.
0: I think we got it all, didn't we? You got her. Yeah, one thing to watch tonight, especially in the Shickley and Sealensgrove Grove games, one thing that either team you know can't do. Look ahead to next week when they face off against each other in Sunbury.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: you can start talking about the rivalry tonight after 9.30. Just got to focus on what you got tonight.
1: There you go. Is that a rivalry? Yes. Or is it or is it a little one-sided right now?
0: Well, well they now have a trophy for it. They now have the Rally in the Valley trophy. They just uh, developed that a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, I thought that was the suit award. <laughs> right.
0: Powered by the suit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he gets to broadcast it again at least. That's right. Although now if I feel like with him we're on a week by week basis. Yeah. Yeah. You because know, last year he 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 decided every week not to do it. <clears throat>
0: No game day next Friday night. He won't have to worry about uh, you know tracking down Pat and Ryan. He'll just have to move a couple of steps to his left or right to join them for <laughs> yeah for his interview spot. So.
1: No, it's good. No, no that, that that'll be a lot of fun. So there will be. That's this week is this week though. Yep. This week is this week. So there you go. That's uh, what we've got coming up this weekend. Starting tonight, Dave Mix of USA Today, the managing editor. It's going to be fun to talk with him. Bill Contz on the 82 National Championship team. Fun to talk with him. And then picks in the final half hour. Can I go 0-5? I might deliberately do it. <laughs> That'll be the week I get them all right. No, no.
0: <laughs> no O for out of you, no. Again, we use this as a springboard for you to be ready for your picks with Jack on the network.
1: Oh yeah, you can see all the effort Jack and I put into that segment. <laughs> hey, let me put it this way: Jack and I talked on the phone. Let's see, this afternoon. Let me see here for for what twenty five minutes. I can is it get what guess which topic never came up? Tomorrow's game. No, the pick segment. <laughs> <laughs> that topic never came up. That topic, the two of us are always sitting there. And when it, when it, what, you know what's really odd about that is that I know Best Buy sponsors it. And. Every time the segment comes up, the two of us look at each other like, oh, we got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what games do we have? <laughs> we always ask, which games? What do we have? We never know what games they are. Uh, Raj, keeps I, that,
0: Raj keeps that as a secret from you? <laughs> oh,
1: we don't ask because we don't think about it. <laughs> hey, we don't. <sighs> so every time it comes up, we sit there and go, Oh okay.
0: <laughs> I would have. Well, I would have figured the one thing you would not talk about today is tomorrow's game because you you've your prep and no. your your prep and your no, no, pre- planning no. is all done and ready no. to go.
1: No 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 no. But we did. We talked almost ex- exclusively about tomorrow's game. You know, I mean, we're we're trying to compare notes because remember, I was at practice all week and he could not make it to practice this week. So we talked a, a lot about the game keys, things like that. We also talked a little bit about the Patriots Chiefs game last night. Which was uh, the Patriots defensively? They got a problem. I mean, you can talk about Brady all you want. And the whole thing. First of all, can't let's give Kansas City credit. They played really, really well. That I mean, may say as much about Kansas City as New England. Patriots have a couple defensive problems right now. Remember, this is the same Patriot defense that didn't look so hot in the first half against Atlanta last year. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. True refreshment can come in many forms. But it can only be found in one place, the Beverage Supermarket,
0: Brewer's Outlet in Sunbury. Along with their great selection of beer, including imports and microbrews, they
1: have lots of water, soda, fresh roasted peanuts, and an unbelievable variety of pickles at the pickle bar. Look for great deals on wine coolers and your favorite snacks, too. Get true refreshment all in one place, the Beverage Supermarket, Brewer's Outlet in Sunbury. 3:30 the kickoff, two o'clock the airtime tomorrow on News Radio 1070 WKOK as Penn State plays Pitt, second game of the season for both teams. There's going to be a lot of emotion in the stands. I got it, um, but I think I went through a pretty detailed thing. You know, basically, I have nothing to do with winning and losing at all. But how I prepare for a game, and just because they're playing Pitt, I'm going to prepare exactly the same way as Georgia State, and that's that's the approach James Franklin takes with his football team. You you, you do what you do that it makes everybody that gets the maximum out that you feel is, that when you're done, that's the best way you're you're prepared. That's what it's about. We'll see tomorrow how it plays out. I think staying on schedule tomorrow is going to be pretty important. Uh, Getting Pitt off schedule and Penn State being on schedule, I think is going to be very important tomorrow. You're like, well, what do you mean on schedule, off schedule? Uh, Okay, on schedule for Penn State, look, get five, six, seven, eight yards on first down. Do that again on second down. Keep the ball moving. Keep matriculating the ball down the field. Conversely... With Pitt, Pitt wants to control the clock in this game. Now Henderson's the guy you got to really keep an eye on. I mean, he is the game-breaker. He is to Pitt what Curtis Samuel was to Ohio State last year. But they want to be second and six, third and two, get a first down. Second and six, third and two, get a first down. So getting them off schedule would be second and eight, third and seven, where suddenly they have to make a pass play, legitimately make a pass play to keep the drive going. You've got to get to the point where you have to force Max Brown to throw the ball to win the game. Neutralize their running game as much as you can. I'm not saying Max Brown can't win the game throwing the ball. That's not what I'm saying. But you would prefer to have the ball be put in his hands to see and and put him in a position where he has to because that means you've you've made them one-dimensional. Dave Meeks, the managing editor of USA Today, is coming up in the next half hour. Then in the 4 o'clock half hour, Bill Kantz from the 1982 National Championship team will talk about the book he's written about that team and reminiscing about Joe Paterno. And then picks in the final half hour where I get the opportunity to botch it up again. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day, and the pickle bar is indeed second to none. We're in the Sunbury Motors Studios, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key 11 and 15, and Hummel's Wharf on News Radio 1070, WKOK.
0: Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The pickle bar led by the barrels of the dill, second to none. And what about the specials between now and Tuesday? Ham's regular and light thirty pack cans, eleven ninety-five. Red's Raspberry, twelve pack bottles, nine ninety-five, plus a great selection of local snacks now available from Schaefer Venison and Pardo's Perky Peanuts. Very nice. All at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the Beverage Supermarket. Proud to be in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street. Summary Motors here. Roots 11 and 15 in beautiful downtown Hummels Wharf, where the suit is considered to be king. It's quite a statement by Hummels Wharf to have that kind of royalty, don't you think? Nice cachet to have. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Yeah. Time now for this day in sports history. 1965, Bergkamp Campaneris became the first Major League Baseball player to play all nine positions in one game. 1973, Hank Aaron hit his 709th home run. He set the record at that point for the most home runs in one league. Now remember, Babe Ruth hit 708 in the American League with the Red Sox and the Yankees. He hit his last six with the Boston Braves in the National League. He hit his final three in one game at Forbes Field against the Pirates. Attended on that particular day by a nine-year-old, Fran Fisher. How about that? 1986, Herschel Walker made his start with the National Football League after leaving the USFL's New Jersey Generals. 1998, Mark McGuire, home run number 62, going past Roger Maris, a record that had stood for 37 years. McGuire would eventually hit 70 home runs. 2002, The Houston Texans played their first regular season game. They beat the Dallas Cowboys 19-10. 2002, Pete Sampras won his 14th Grand Slam title when he beat Andre Agassi at the U.S. Open. And that is a look at this day in sports history. The Amway Coaches Trophy, yes, the crystal football, is on display in State College. For the last couple of days, it'll be out at FanFest tomorrow. And, of course, the coaches are polled by USA Today. Dave Meeks is the managing editor of sports for USA Today. I had a chance to talk to him earlier and welcome him to State College.
2: I'll tell you what, it's my first time here. I was telling Thomas I couldn't be more excited. Came in last night, was able to walk around campus in the town this morning. My in-laws, my father-in-law is a graduate of Penn State. They're coming in tomorrow. That's great. Uh, You know, I... I'm managing editor of the whole operation so I don't get to go to all these. I got a big time job to deal with, but I'd like to get out to one of them a year to see how it's going and how we're doing. I looked at the schedule this year. I'm living in DC. I'm like, I'm going to Penn State. I'm gonna go to I'm doing that one myself and so uh beautiful place. Everything I've ever heard it was and uh, I'm looking forward to taking the afternoon and checking things yeah. out. And I've already been told i got to go to Nittanyville and, and uh, experience that.
1: Go to Nittanyville, see them tonight or tomorrow morning, and then get yourself into the stadium and enjoy the atmosphere. Absolutely. Because you've soaked in some great, one, great atmospheres in a lifetime anyway. You don't have, you know, and so here's a great chance to get another one. You
2: know what? When this is really the whole point, Steve, of the trophy tour, is we really want to take it to the fans and, and let people see. You know, there's lots of great traditions in college football. Uh, the Amway Coaches Poll is really the division 1 all the big time coaches you've heard of i mean you have the media polls you have various opinions out there but it's not a pro sport it's a it's a great tradition and we like being the ones to carry the poll of these are the real coaches and uh, i know you spend a lot of time around coaches and when you do you start to understand quickly that they see the game completely differently than fans do. And when you have a coach break a game down, it's 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 actually one of the greatest experiences ever. I've had the pleasure of being able to sit with a couple coaches during a watch party. And so we love it. And we like to bring uh, the trophy to schools like Penn State where, you know, this trophy, you know, there's always that handful of schools, fifteen, sixteen, you never know who's gonna do it, right? But certainly if you look to this year, Penn State's in that group. Yeah.
1: And now you look at the trophy itself, check out the Waterford on top. Uh, this will be, what, the 32nd year of the Waterford because we know where the original one happens to be.
2: Yes, we do. And you know what? When I met you, you brought that right up and I was impressed because I said that I was... did an interview with the student newspaper. I mentioned it. I said, you know, Penn State has one of these trophies. And, you, you know, every year the school gets to keep it. It's a real Waterford crystal. It weighs eight pounds. It costs like 35000 to make one. So, Thomas, try not to... we'll try not to send any shattering around here. But the school keeps it and a new one is made yeah. the following year. Um, and, you know... There's lots of trophies in sports. The playoff trophy, they keep changing it. They kind of, you know, sometimes you lift up a trophy, you don't know if the guy won the national championship or the PGA, right? <laughs> uh, but, but, but when you hold up this one, yeah, everybody knows what the crystal football is, right? Yeah. And I think the coaches, you know, it always comes right when recruiting is going on. Yeah. I remember last year, Dabo Sweeney won it. You know, he flew to the convention the next night in Nashville so he could be on stage because he wants to hold up that crystal football. Right. It's the one given out by your colleagues. We all know when you got that kind of trophy that the people in the profession with you are handing out it. Uh, it it's we call it it's the AFCA coaches trophy presented by Amway. And I'll tell you. We love that it's such a big deal still.
1: It is a big deal. And the fact that, you know, you have to get in contact with coaches to vote on it. And something I sensed is that you never have an issue getting them to do it because it's an honor for them.
2: It's a big myth. You know, I think it was Lou Holtz who one time made some joke about getting his SID to fill out his ballot, which probably meant he had a big game that week. Yeah our experience has been completely the opposite Uh, we don't pick the coaches it's 65 coaches, the AFCA picks them they they do a good job balancing it out and making sure different people get an opportunity but We usually don't write a story on who's on the coaching panel. We did it this year. I said, oh, let's do a little innocent story on meet the coach in the poll. It immediately caused controversy because down in Georgia they noticed that Kirby Smart didn't have a vote. They were all, like, asking USA Today, why doesn't our coach have a vote? It's like, hey, we don't pick him, but maybe he'll be in the next year. But that proves your point that, you know, they know it matters, and they watch a lot of football. And, uh, you know, we have people at our staff dedicated with a special phone to talk to these coaches and get their ballots each week.
1: What's it been like? It's one thing for, you know, obviously when it's it's presented, the thrill of it. You talked about Davos Swinney, took it with him. The fans pay to see the games. Mm-hmm. Look, if they're watching it on cable. They're paying to see the games, too. When you see their reaction to being next to it, like Thomas was earlier, I mean, What does does that tell you
2: about I tell you, college football is a great game, and the passion behind it is what separates it to me from every other sport, really, at least in the United States. And so I've been to a couple of these trophy stops now, and the fans who show up to just get their photo taken with it and see it, and they immediately recognize it. I mean, like I said, they see it and they go, oh, that's the crystal football. By the way, tomorrow at one thirty, from three till about hour half, we're going to have Franco Harris with us yep. out at the trophy tour. We couldn't have picked a perfect person, right? He's a he's a Penn State superhero. He's a living legend in Pittsburgh, and uh, he's going to be on hand again. So if you want to come by, we'll be at the—I guess it's the Penn State Fan Fest off Court yes, Road there. And if you want to come, anybody wants to come by, you can get your photo with Franco Harris and the trophy for about a ninety-minute period.
1: And if the silver, if the uh, crystal football gets knocked off the top, <laughs> it has proven experience of being able to catch it just above the turf?
2: <laughs> We're going to check out those hands if they're still good, right? T- press them into duty. It's Thirty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> we, we'd be willing to cut him a little check if he we to save it. You yeah, know, buy them dinner at least.
1: Exactly, exactly <laughs> right. Uh, as you go around, and, and you, you know, you've done a couple, a couple of these stops. Any couple of interesting stories along the way that even, even you, as an experienced guy, you would know, say, you know, I, well, that really piques my interest.
2: You know, I went to the coaches' convention last year, and it's a neat thing to go to. In fact, I was in a Starbucks line. And I'm looking at the guy in front of me, and I'm going, oh, that's James Franklin. He's yeah. standing right there. And I'll tell you what, when you bring the trophy down, we had a watch party, and you yeah. and it was all the coaches were invited to come to this watch party. And that's the part of this I think people would really appreciate. It. Behind, watching yeah. these coaches, watching the national title game, and how into it they are, yeah. how they're regular guys. You know, they love football, but they're big fans. They love the sport. They take it very seriously. They, they see it differently than we do. You know, I sat with David Cutcliffe and Tommy Turperville. Tommy Turperville yeah. was lately at Cincinnati, and he got relieved of his duties last year, but right. David Cutcliffe still at Duke does a great job. <laughs> listen listening to those guys. Phenomenal job. If if you've never uh if you ever get a chance to listen to a guy like David Cutcliffe who's got a high intellect talk about a game, he broke down the Alabama Clemson game to where it was played and I just watched it unfold just yeah. like he said. And so I think that um the things I take away from it Steve are that very committed profession. Most of the coaches you meet uh, they're really into it. They're extremely busy, but they will always take time. They really view themselves as coaching for life, not necessarily coaching. The sport is part of it. Yep. But if you look at how they handle themselves, the best ones, they want to see their players go on and do well, whatever they're doing. And I think that's highly commendable.
1: They want them to graduate. They want to be involved in community service. I mean, it's more than just... It's more than just, okay, let's win some football games.
2: Yeah, it's, it's that's the stereotype. Yeah. And I think that my experience has been that people are getting a very superficial view if they see that. Because, yeah, every coach wants to win games. They know they're going to get judged that way. And if you're at a big-time program like Penn State, there's a lot of pressure on you. But, you know, they don't, they don't let that consume them when it comes to, like, the kind of well-rounded individuals they want to uh, send out into the world. And when I've had the chance to, because of the trophy tour, and these various events to talk to these coaches, it it rings true again and again. And I think that that, to me, uh, if you look at the number of hours they work, Per year to get players to come to the school and the amount of time they spend with them on academics and everything—it's—it's it's a real calling. And you know, some of them do make a lot of money, but a lot of them don't make a lot of money.
1: Well, USA Today came into existence in 1982, uh, and it turned out that that was when Penn State won its first national championship was in 1982. But it was also coincided with the NFL strike at the time, so college football was the game for, for a period of time. What are the challenges you're facing today, Dave, to make sure that USA Today is always on the cutting edge?
2: Well, you know, journalism has always been a tougher business in the digital era as we've kind of had to move from that print based economic model to more of a digital base we 've been fortunate because penn uh, place like Penn state and USA today we come a place like this we 're well known we 're well known for our rankings we 've always done the super prep stuff we 've always done ranked all the high school teams yeah we 're the only ones left doing national sports print every day if you think about it exactly and uh, that has helped us you know we have one hundred and ten newspapers USA Today provides the national content for all of those outlets We also have some outside clients so we 've been able to build on a very powerful part of the brand. I know you guys follow sports, but even if you didn't, when people think of USA Today, clearly one of the premier crown jewels of the entire brand is USA Today Sports. No question. I mean, how many people do you know who have always pulled that red section and want to read the sports section? And so First. Yeah. And so we feel like because sports is semi-recession-proof in a lot of ways, yeah. the tougher times get, the more people even identify with it. Yeah. And so we feel like with the Network we have and the brand name we have, we've had to move in some different directions. Some pretty cool stuff coming out of USA Today this fall involving college football, yeah. doing more shows on the internet. We mentioned you know cable, that whole business is changing as well. Yeah. Uh, so what we try to do is we find this. We do all sorts of market research, and this is the best thing I can say about USA Today Sports, is that. A lot of media outlets are viewed politically these days or sort of interpreted to be one way or another. We aren't. The research comes back on USA Today and says it's pretty much a mainstream American brand. And so we get great reception uh, whenever we go some places. People want to be. They want to work with us. And so I think we've got a good thing going brand-wise. You just got to make sure you are always innovating and changing.
1: And while innovative and changing, though, there's certainly, when I pick up a copy of USA Today and I read it, there's still certain standards that are still there from day one. Length of story, getting to the point, not messing around. Is that that fair?
2: Uh, There's a saying I have in the newsroom, just tell us what happened, we can take it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, You know, Al Newhart founded USA Today back in 82 and got kind of mocked. They yeah. called it McPaper, they called it short and sweet, but how how much of a profit was he about understanding the demands there would be on people's time as society went on? I tell my reporters all the time, everyone in the world is as busy as you are, yeah don't ever forget that, and so you know I said you know you're getting I'm getting paid to read your story. We need people who are going to want to read it for pleasure, and I agree with you, I think that there's certainly a place for the big takeout, the big profile. I think if we had a nice in-depth piece on James Franklin, people would not read it. But you can't make that the norm. The norm has to be some kind of stuff that's fun and shareable, the kind of thing that you would mither people.
1: Yeah, when it's done, hey look, I I saw in USA Today, boom. It may not be the longest article in the world, but it gets to the point and you know, there's no messing around. There's no pathway to get there.
2: We find it's honestly it's more impactful because if you can read a four hundred word commentary that is a nice, pithy or profound take on something. You're going to read that and you're more likely to share that too. You say, hey, this is pretty good. Um, You know, there's always, you know, I always look. Writing is a great calling because it's kind of like golf—you can never like perfect it. You can yeah. just constantly work at it and try to get better at it. It'll confound you much of the time. So you have seen my game. <laughs> <laughs> I said, never. Have there have been a sport that like you just—you know—I I love because right. you just never know.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, from swing to swing, absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks really. a lot for the time. Thanks great for having me here. No, I enjoyed Snake. the conversation very much. The trophies here as well. The Amway Coaches Poll, uh, powered by USA Today Sports.
2: Well, now that we. We've met. You guys, you got my number. You can, if there's controversies involving the poll, you just want to call <laughs> me on to say, "Hey, what's going on with USA? I want to, I got a question about this." Happy to come on anytime.
1: Dave Meeks, USA Today managing editor. We'll in the next half hour as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us. Brought to you by Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports domestic microbrews, Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar is indeed second to none. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Weather looks great tomorrow for the game. Uh, a lot of big games going on tomorrow. They're getting a lot of publicity. USC Stanford being one conference game. Oklahoma Ohio State playing in Columbus, and uh, also uh, tomorrow, it is Auburn and Clemson. And that's what I've I've tried to point out to people as time goes. Like I, those are being mentioned over and over and over again as the three biggest games of the week. What's not being mentioned? This game. It's important, this game, because Penn State's involved in it. When you're one of the top four teams in the country, it's an important game for you. So that's the key, winning the game and moving to the next one if they can do it. But when you look at it, it's Oklahoma, Ohio State, it's Clemson going up against Auburn, it's Stanford, USC. I'm... I keep I've mentioned this before the national significance of this I mean it's not it's not getting any run Now it doesn't really matter for Penn State Penn State's got to be able to go out and take care of business and win and go to the next one they have to can't afford to stumble all right, here's a great story for you. you. hear about the Cleveland Indians? They've won 15 in a row.
0: Yeah, I Straight think, before, I think their, their success, I think, has been buried with uh,
1: Arizona. Arizona's been on a tear, too. Yes, but not with $1.7 million on the line. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Hundreds of customers are now expecting a check in the mail because a company... Universal Windows Direct offered an intriguing promotion. Any purchases made in the month of July would be refunded in full if the Indians notched a 15 game winning streak between August 1st and the end of the season. Last night, they won their 15th consecutive game, the longest winning streak of the majors since 2002. All told, $1.7 million will be rebated. Oh, but fear not. Universal Windows Direct is very smart. They're a local firm. They are not financially impacted by the Indians' rare streak. The company's CEO, William Barr, says he spent $75,000 on an insurance policy to cover the $1.7 million. I already paid for the policy, he said before Thursday's game. I just want them to win now. Considering the publicity that the promotion has brought 75000 a small price to pay, one customer... Uh, Lorianne Sevick spent $34,000 on new windows, siding, doors, and gutters. She's expecting her check soon. I never believed it was going to happen, so I only started paying attention yesterday. The Indians have fulfilled their end of the universal windows direct bargain, but don't expect them to relent anytime soon. Their next game is set for Friday against the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> That's some promotion, huh
0: it reminds me of some stores. Hey, if it snows three inches or more on New Year's yeah. Eve, you get it for free,
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> right yeah. and and the the ones that didn't take out the insurance policy are on their knees at a, at a mass <laughs> <laughs> saying, "Oh God, as you would say,
0: in the office with the door closed in the fetal position,
1: <laughs> well no, that's digital media sales. <laughs> I was talking about promotions. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Apologize for the mix-up. you got to stop making
1: that mistake. you got to understand who your people are. I should are. have learned by now. What's wrong with me? And what they do. <laughs> and don't do.
0: <laughs> You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK
1: Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.